You're listening to the PowerPlace Audio Podcast. For more resources or to watch a service online, visit us at www.thepowerplace.org. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Happy 2022. How many of you are excited to be out of 2021? That was kind of a trick question because honestly, like 2021 was the best year this church has ever seen. Yeah, it was. It was. And that's not made up facts. That's actual facts. Actual facts. The best year this church has ever seen. 2021. Get you some. Yeah, that's how good God is. When the world crumbles, the church thrives. Honestly, honestly, and there, there's, you, if you look at the church and what it's made up of, the church is, is God's bride. We are God's bride, okay? The, the, when, you, when you look at the grand scheme of things, we are connected directly to the Father. Therefore, when everything does crumble, yeah, that's why we don't fall. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, I do want to give uh, a, a huge update on Jill Scannell. Listen, last week we prayed over Kevin and prayed over uh, Jill and everything, and she's wiggling her feet. She is, they moved her. Come on, man. While we're watching a miracle unfold. It's the power of prayer. It's the power of God. And, uh, and we're continuing to pray with you. Kevin and the Scannell family, we, we, uh, we surround you. We love you guys. And uh, we support you through this whole thing. And uh, man, we're praying that when Jill's sitting back in here praising, her testimony goes outside of these walls. Amen? Amen. There's a lot that God's doing uh, in this house, but also through this house. And uh, you know, if you don't know, we support missionaries all over the world. And uh, thousands of dollars a year go outside of these walls to support missions, uh, supporting a whole bunch of different countries so that God can do his work elsewhere. He's working all over the place. And this morning, we're, we're sending off Caroline Poor. So Caroline, can you come on up? Everybody give it up for Caroline Poor. She's going to Northern Ireland. She's going to Northern Ireland. That's it. She leaves January 12th. Yes, January 12th. And so she's headed out, and look at that. Look at that. That's, a, that's some ice difference. Um, she's going to Northern Ireland, and we're, we're believing and praying that God not only touches and blesses her, but everything that goes through her. Uh, we're, we're blessing her with, with money as a church. We are supporting uh, this ministry and everything that God does through her. And so can you just stretch out a hand right now? We're going to pray for Caroline and her steps forward. Lord, I pray for Caroline today. I pray that you would touch her. I pray that you would bless her. I pray that you would anoint her. God, I pray for Northern Ireland right now that you would open up the floodgates of heaven and pour out. Lord, I pray that every place her foot shall tread is hers. God, as she speaks your name, things happen and things move in Jesus' name. We love you and we thank you for what you're doing in her, for what you've started inside of her, the fire that couldn't be shut up, Lord, and now it's getting ready to be released. We love you and we thank you, Lord, for who you are and for what you're doing in and through Caroline Poor. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen. Come on, give it up for Caroline Poor. She's going to Northern Ireland. 
That's it. That's it. Oh, we're sending people out. You know, you know you're a part of this. I learned this as a little kid sitting in my grandfather's church, watching him send out ministers and send out people that wanted to be in the ministry. And he always said this. This is my dad's father. He always said, you know you're in a healthy church when you're sending out ministry. So understand that, that when, when, you're, when you're surrounded by people that want to do ministry, they're being inspired by something. When you surround yourself by inspiration of wanting to go forward and do ministry, it starts to rub off. And so understand, you don't have to be a missionary. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to have your credentials to do ministry. You can own a propane company. You can own a sewer company. You can own a car company. You can own Walmart. It don't matter. You can do ministry wherever you are, and God wants to do ministry in and through you. I, I am so excited about 2022. I, I can't see straight. The word for the church is expansion. And when I tell you, I'm so lit up about it, I can't see straight. I, I, I am so excited about what God has planted in our spirits that we are looking forward to come and be birthed this year. And so as a church, get ready for what God has started in the staff that will soon be released for the church. We are going to take ground like we never have before. I'm hungry for more dirt. We're hungry for more ground. We're hungry for more of God. And God is moving and he is enlarging. If you went to the bathroom or you saw on the tables, we, we got the verse on there, enlarge your tent, enlarge your space, move your tent pegs out and sturdy them. He says sturdy them for a reason because we're growing the space. We're growing the space. God is moving. And, uh, and that, that leads, leads me into the next. Today we're doing our first fruits offering. And what God has done in and through this house already up to this point is mind-boggling, and I'm excited about what is to come, amen? Let me just say this, if you're not tithing, you're setting yourself up for financial problems. You'll know this right off the bat, uh, we are a church that will tell you the truth from the beginning, not trying to hide anything. I will let you know the moment you start to tithe will be the moment things start to shift. Money in your heart is a poison. Money in your hand is a weapon. Remember that. If you don't feel the weight of the seed when it leaves your hand, you won't feel the weight of the blessing when it's returned. So you need to understand as you give those things, if they're a weighty gift, I remember in our home, you know, the first time we gave a $500 gift and we were like, oh man, that was huge. You know, just freshly married, it was big. And then that seed every year kept growing and growing and growing and growing. And then, you know, then you, you start to get into the thousands. You're like, man, can we handle this? Are we, are we capable of doing this? And God always pours out. He always pours out. I remember the, the one time we were on our way to a, to a ministry and we looked at each other, we're like, should we give this? And we both had the same amount at the same time. We looked at each other, we're like, we're giving it. We gave it 
in the service and by the next morning got a return check for double the amount. Yeah, that's how God, that's how God works. If you'll step out in obedience, God wants to pour out in amazing ways. In Proverbs 3, verse 9, it says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits. This is why we call it our first fruits offering. First fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. Come on, man. The ground doesn't need your seed. Your seed needs his soil. Okay, uh, remember that. You don't, don't look at it as you're doing the church a favor. You're doing it for you. We've said this from the beginning. The moment we planted this church, Pastor Greg and Christy, all this, that, nobody took a paycheck. God provided the way. And then over and over again. Why? Because when God has a plan, he always provides a way. When God has a plan, he always provides a way. And so, man, we're, we're doing our first fruits offering in Romans eleven sixteen. It says, if the part of the dough offered as first fruits is holy, then the whole batch is holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. There's a law of first in the word, set apart the first to the Lord, and the rest will be blessed along with the first. God wants our first and God wants our best. And so as a church, we come together at the beginning of the year and we give a sacrificial gift, a first fruits offering saying, Lord, we give you our first, saying God bless the rest. And we do it every year and it's come that time of year and every year I've seen God pour out in bigger and better ways. We were able to build the pack literally debt free. It's paid for. That's how God works. Amen. Amen. And, and God is continuing to pour out and, uh, and continuing to show up. And that's, that's what God does. In, uh, in, in Proverbs 3, no, I already read that one. In Deuteronomy 8, uh, 1 through 18, it says, Be careful to follow every command I am giving you today so that you may live and increase. and may enter and possess the land the Lord promised on oath to your ancestors. May live and increase. Live and increase. God is the God of increase. We grow, we grow. When there's no growth, Things are stunted. If you're in a position right now in life where you feel like your growth has been stunted, I've said it a million times over, I'll say it again, question everything. Because with God, you should be able to live and increase. There should always be life and increase. I should always be living and growing. Always. And when I stunt my growth, I question it all. 
Lord, why have I stopped here? What is holding me back? Amen? Can we pray over this first fruits offering? God is going to pour out. I, I, I pray over you that you would find in your heart, Lord, what would you have me give? What, what is this for me? What does this sacrificial gift look like for me and my household? And then let God start to do a work in your spirit. And as he leads, just be obedient. God, I pray right now that you would bless and anoint. Lord, I pray that you would fill up right now, Lord, barns pressed down, shaken together and running over. Lord, I pray increase in the house in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray every penny that comes in would go to further your kingdom in a way that we have not seen yet. We love you and we thank you for what you're doing in this house and through this house and what you continue to do through this house in Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, also, uh, starting tonight is the fast. I'm challenging you as a church, get on board. If you've never done a fast before, welcome to 2022. There's a lot going on in the world. You need to be fasted. You want to tune in here? Fast. You want to go closer to the Father? Fast. This is a challenge for your spirit. Yes, it's a challenge for your body because the donuts, the donuts won't be there next week. Don't worry, you'll be good. No muffins will be out there. But you know, the donuts, they look good, but when they're not going in your mouth and only prayer is coming out, it's so much better. It's so much better. God has is, God is shown uh, Pastor Greg and Christy through fasting everywhere to go. Every step that they've taken through fasting. And so this is a 21-day fast. I challenge you, get on board and fast. Just like Luke said, man, if you need uh, some insight, or some wisdom on fasting, talk to us as a staff. Uh, remember, fasting, uh, the word means to cover your mouth. Okay, the word fasting means to cover your mouth, to abstain from. Okay, so we're, we're not eating. Fasting is not. Now, you can take a break from social media, that's a good one to take a break from. You can take a break from siblings. Okay? No, just kidding. Um, sometimes I have to take a break. Um, no, just kidding. So, so you can take a break from all of these things, which sometimes you need to. You need to take a break from, from crazy. But the word fasting means to cover your mouth. So I would challenge you. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw out a challenge. Do something that involves food, okay? Don't, don't be walking here and be like, man, I fasted for a week with social media. It's been great. No, you took a break from social media, and congratulations, and I love that, and I'm proud of you. That's awesome. That's amazing. Let's work as a church on growing. Guess what? We're in 2022. It's going to be the best year you've ever seen. Why? Because you're gonna do things you've never done before. Why? Because you're gonna feel challenged in your spirit more than you've ever felt challenged in your spirit. Why? Because God is challenging the power play staff like never before. Why? Because he's taking this church to a level and an area that we've never been before. Why? Because we're in the middle of a city that needs God in a way that they have never experienced him before. Why? Because heaven is real and it's getting nearer and nearer for everyone. Amen. Amen. I can go a few days without food if I'm promised to hear his voice. I can go a few days without food 
if I'm promised results. And every time I've fasted, God has shown up in a way that has blown my mind. You know, they'll say that, scientists will say that, you stop eating, you know, you just drink water, all of a sudden you have a clear mind, it's not foggy anymore. I wonder why. I wonder why. And, and, uh, let me see here. Jensen Franklin says, fasting is not just a physical discipline, it can be a spiritual feast. But I'll be hungry. No, eat of the word and let that fill the void of food. Ooh. Luke 4, verse 1 through 15. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days. We're doing 21, not 40. That's a little plus, okay, less. It's great. At the end of them, he was hungry. That's good to know. He was hungry too. The devil said to him, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. I'm sorry, but you don't tempt me with bread when I'm 40 days hungry. I'm gonna want to nibble on some dough. How does, how does he fight back? Jesus answered, it is written, because it's a spiritual feast when you dive into the word, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered out of his spiritual feast, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. When your body is hungry, but your spirit is full, it trumps all the surroundings. Doesn't matter what's going on around you. Doesn't matter what, what's coming against you. When you are spiritually full, saying to your body, you're not in charge. Yes, I'm hungry, but you're not in charge. I'm spiritually feasting right now. Guess what happens? Your ears start to tune in in a different way. Your eyes start to see things they've never seen before. Your heart starts to feel things it's never felt before. Your tuned in ear to his presence starts to become king. And things start to happen. So I would challenge you, as the Power Place Church, do something. You can do, you can do something. You can do six to six. You could do a Daniel's fast. You could do, you know, start somewhere. If you've never fasted before, do something. Let's, as the church, rise up 
in 2022 in a way we never have before. Amen? Amen. 2022, we're going to see things we've never seen before, and I'm excited. When I got married, I, I weighed in at a nice 152. It was fantastic. Uh, I was thick. And, uh, and then, and then I, I got into working out and dropped down to 147. I was a solid 147. That was thin as a rail. You think I'm thin as a rail right now? No. I was thin as a rail. And Brittany still has one of my shirts. Uh, we were on Silent Library. Me, Landon, a couple other guys were on. And Billy, we're on uh, Silent Library. Steve Weatherby, trying to go through my head who was all there. Paul Smack. We, we were on Silent Library. It was great. And we got these shirts. And Brittany wears it. Uh, and and I, I put it on the other day just as like a, a joke. It's a small. I got that shirt. And it fit me. And I was like, Whoa. You know, busted at the scene, my belly button was hanging out. It's not a good scene. And I haven't grown in height at all, okay? I'm still 6'3 and something. So, so I, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, man, man, this shirt used to fit me at some point. And today we've entitled, you know, the next series, Make Room. We're talking about expansion in 2022. And I will let you know, as I've grown over the years, I've had to change my clothing size. Pretty normal, right? Pretty normal. It's, 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 the, it's the getting married 37 or 45, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to do the math. Uh, but, you know, whatever it is, I've grown. So you've, you've got to grow. You've got to grow your clothing. It's pretty simple. A lot of married guys in here, you get married, you know, you, you gain some weight. You grow your clothing. You know, now you just wear, I don't know, 1X, 2X clothes. It's good. We, we grow with our size. How many of us, if we wore the same clothes 10 years ago would look like a bunch of buffoons. You don't want to see me in what I wore when I first got married at this size. That would offend a lot of us. <laughs> it would offend me. Why? Because over the years, I've had to grow my clothing to fit my body. You're like, dude, where are you going? This sounds really stupid. I know. Just, I'm setting it up. It's simple. When you grow, you buy bigger clothes. Super simple. When you grow out of a church, you buy a bigger church, right? You got to host bigger things. When your spirit grows, a lot of us restrain our spirit with our original yes to Jesus. Our original yes to Jesus, our original invite to him to change and transform our heart, make us brand new, change me, Lord. Some of us are still living in that same prayer. We show up week after week after week after week after week after week, but we're still living on the same Lord change my heart prayer. And what we've done is we've put on our small silent library t-shirt in our, our, our bigger body and we are constricting and restricting the spirit from being able to grow. We have downsized God to fit our agenda. I like the God that forgave me of my sins. 
I don't like the God that convicts me of what I'm doing. I love the God that gives me what I need. I don't like the God that makes me feel sick in my stomach when I do something wrong. I love the God that heals. Every time I'm here, you're singing about worship songs, we see healings, I love it. We're watching Jill Scannell get healed. I love that God. I do not like the God that takes people. If my clothing grows with my faith, when things happen, my faith is not challenged because I wear it well. As I grow, I clothe myself with growth in mind. Make room. If growth is in your future, make room. If growth is your mentality, make room for growth. If deepness in his presence is in your future, make room for deepness now. We're not going to make room when we absolutely need it. We're going to make room now so we can grow into it. Yeah. We're not going to squeeze into a tight space of faith to be like, Lord, stretch me past this space of faith. I'm going to grow my faith and then grow into that space. I'm going to make room beyond what I'm comfortable with so that I can grow into it. We, we grow. Second Peter 3.17, Therefore, dear friends, since you have been forewarned, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of the lawless and fall from your secure position. How many have lost their jobs, the secure position that they're like, hey man, this is everything. When your faith is in position and right and secure, when the secure things go away, your faith steps in. It's okay, God's got me. I've heard a lot of people in this house lose their job and I've heard their reply to it. And I'm proud. I'm very proud. Because you can see the faith level that's in this church. A job is not the end all get all. Because God will provide. And for most, he's actually supplied a better job. And if he hasn't supplied a better job yet, he's supplied finances to get through the in-between. And how many of you know we don't set up a tent in the valley we march through the valley. Don't be caught setting up your tent in the valley. 
Don't go get your new Astro van and outfit it as a camper and make yourself home in a valley. Don't be doing that. That's a cool idea. It doesn't work. Why? Because you start to make a home where a home should not be. That's where the devil wants you to set up camp. That's not where you should set up camp, but a lot of us get caught in our, in our faith journey in the valley, setting up camp, setting up our, 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 our camper shower outside so we can get all in. Stop setting up camp with your little fake grass outside. You don't want to make home here. Get back in the driver's seat and keep on driving. As, as a kid, we lived in a trailer. We went to a lot of campgrounds. The green fake grass, the turf grass, was my number one favorite. We'd get to our campsite. We'd throw down our 20 by 20. Man, we'd own the grounds. Nice five chairs set up, you know, big recliners. We were just like, we're here, man. Park the semi. I'm going to relax. You know, it was like, great. We learned how to make home wherever we were. I will forewarn you, do not make home in the valley. I don't care what you feel in the valley or if you've got friends in the valley. If you've got friends in the same valley that you're camping in, go ahead and knock on their camper door, wake them up and say, let's go, we gotta get out of here. This is dangerous territory. It's 2022 and the devil is on the prowl for those that are in the valley. You gotta get out. He's using, the devil is using the valley right now to attack people. He's using the in-between. Well, my mom's been sick for 27 years and I don't know. In the valley, that's when the devil is striking and he's taking back what he wanted in the first place, your soul. And that is not okay. And the 2022 church will not put up with it. So we're going to stop camping out in the valley. We're actually going to go through the valley and rescue those that are setting up camp. No longer. No longer. We're going to make room. That's why we got to buy a bigger camper so we can put some people in it. Amen. I remember going shopping with uh, four trailers with, with my parents. And my dad always wanted the biggest. It's like, I need the big one. Got any big ones around here? It's flowy mullet. It's gotten shorter over the years, but let me tell you, back in the day, man, he meant business. He has the Greg stare, the, the one hand tuck. Dude, he used to, he used to have to put the mullet behind his collar. And he had the little, oh man, it was magical. Got any big ones around here? I remember the day we got rid of our Ford F-350s and bought a semi. You know, and as a kid, I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, we just bought a semi. For what? Like, this is great. It was amazing. You, you gotta go bigger. You know what I've learned to find out? is that God always supplies the need. What I didn't know as a kid is the, the trucks kept failing over and over again, and we needed something to be able to get from point A to point B faster so that we could do more ministry. And that's what God does. He supplies every step of the way to get more done. Hebrews 6.1, 
Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that leads to death and of faith in God. I'm not going to go backwards and relearn these things again. I'm going to go forwards and buy bigger clothes. I'm going to prep the ground for more. I'm going to make room. I'm going to get beyond my natural thinking, the elementary mind of faith, the questionable mind of this world. You know that you can question everything. You can question everything. And outside of the Bible, you should question everything. But when it comes to the word of God, everything has been fact-checked. And it all came back good. I've been fact-checking the Bible for 34 years so far. And nothing has come back. that is not lined up. Luke 17, verse five. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. This is the prayer the church needs to be praying in 2022. Lord, as we go forward for expansion, increase our faith. Increase our faith. I believe the church uh, of, of, of Kenneth Square, the power place, I believe that we are about ready to open a door into things that we've never seen before. This, this last year, as we grew in crazy ways and God poured out miracle signs and wonders and I think Pastor Greg, somebody was reading through all the facts of how many people were saved and all the miracles. and It's mind-boggling what's happening. But I believe that this is a strategic year. God has prepped the foundation for what he is about ready to build. And we have to be ready. We have to be ready as a church. Our faith level has to grow. I want you to watch this. Take a look at the screen and check this out. All things, praise God. Well, that includes whatever's wrong with you. It can be healed too. Praise God forevermore. Thank you, Jesus. When the Lord leads me that way, I don't just do some things because he led me that way one time, but when I have a certain signal from him, I do things, certain things. If I don't have it, I don't. Because I'm not going to do anything anyhow. He's going to do it through me, see? But I seem to have that signal tonight from him. I just wonder if there's anybody here, I wouldn't want you to get away if there was, that had one leg shorter than the other one. When I have that anointing, I can minister to those folks successfully. When I don't, I can't. It's anointed and does it, see? And that's the reason I ask that. I don't make a habit of that. But is there anybody here, balcony, anywhere that's got a short limb, one leg shorter than the other one? Come on, if there is. Is there anyone here that has a short arm? 
one of your upper limbs. One of your arms is shorter than the other one. If there is, well, come on right now, please. Praise God. When the Spirit's moving that direction, well, move that direction with him, you see. Can you say amen? amen? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I think we can see better if we'll get over here. Praise God. Come right over here. Thank you, Jesus. Come right on over here. Praise God. Which limb is it now? Sit down in the congregation if you like, please. Which one? My left one, I believe. It's not that much short. It's just just enough where it yeah. throws my back out. Throws your back out. All right, lift your feet up. Yeah, it sure is. Praise God. Amen. Well, turn the chair around this other way, why don't we? Praise God. Just enough, he said, to throw his back out. I thought I saw Dr. Honeyager back there. Is he still? Come back here, Doc. This is something he knows something about. Amen. Praise God. We'll get some witnesses, you know. Here's a doctor. Bible said in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. That's all right, isn't it? Here's a doctor. Praise God. Amen. Well, Brother Miller, do you come? Here's a doctor and a preacher. Let's see who else we could get as a witness. The mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. Isn't that what the Bible said? Just wonder if there's a lawyer in the crowd. We'll get a lawyer for a witness if there is. Amen. Well, is there a businessman in the crowd? We'll get a businessman for a witness. Praise the Lord. Any businessman here? I know that some of you don't do be so bashful back there. Praise God. All right. Now, this, just sit as straight as you can in that chair and back as far. Amen. This leg, lift your feet up now. It's not as short as some, but it's enough to throw his back out like he said. It gives him back. You could understand that, couldn't you, Doc? Right. Praise God. See, see this, how short it is, you know? Now, another thing, I didn't know this. Doc taught me that. Look at his ankles. You can see the difference there, can't you, Doc? See the difference in his ankles? You're the one that taught me to do that. This yeah praise God now you might examine his knees doc if you would because see sometimes the legs got to grow out between the thigh and then sometimes it's only here in the lower part of it his knees may be even I don't know you know how to measure being a doctor they're off a little too aren't they are they even it's here on down yet that shortness would throw his back out give him some trouble like you said now father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ I command this, well, there it is right there, see it? Praise God, just had to speak, see it come? There it is, see it grow? Come right on out. Be the same, see? There it is, be the same length as the other one. Praise God, now walk walk right across the platform over to the other side and come on back over here then. Thank you, Jesus. I'll tell you what, it'll thrill you and you see one of them grow out about four and a half, five inches. We've had two ladies like that just grew out just instantly. Praise God. Sit down right there. Just as straight in that chair as you can, just as far back as you can. Lift up your feet now. Praise God. They're still straight, aren't they? Perfect, aren't they? Praise God. If they are, you fellas, wave your arm. You're my witnesses. Amen. All right, you can go your way. Go go thanking him. Somebody else, a short limb. Which limb is it, right or left? Do you know? Right. Right. Well, we won't turn around the other way so we can get it on camera. If it's a right one, won't we? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, sit down right there in that chair, just as far back as you can and just as straight as you can. Praise God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Well, you've already... Oh, the right limb, we turned the wrong way, didn't we? 
Boy, that knee's short, ain't it, Doc? How short's that? Pretty good, didn't he? We're going to have to turn the chair back around so we can get it on camera. Turn it the wrong way. Excuse me. See, the foot's on the other side. Praise God. Now, sit just as straight as you can, sister, just as far back in that chair as you can. Now, that's a pretty good distance, isn't it? About the, the width of the heel here, the height of the heel. Well, great goodness, you can sure see it in those, those ankles too, can't you, Doc? This one's way down here and that one's way back up there. Now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, praise God, I command this short limb to grow. Well, there it is. See it come? See it come? See that? See that? Look at that. Same length, aren't they? Same length, aren't they? Praise God. Now, step right down there, sister. Walk right across over yonder towards the organ. Turn around and come back. Man, no wonder she is away off, wouldn't she? I'd really throw her back out, wouldn't it? Bet you had trouble to your back, didn't you? All your life. Sit down here. Sit down there in that chair. Just as far back in that chair as you can and just as straight as you can. Praise God. Well, it's not short, is it? Look at there. They're the same length, aren't they? Praise God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Well, go thanking. Now, who did that? Who did that? Jesus did. Say it out loud. Jesus did. We give him the praise. All right, we have another one. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now sit down in that chair just as far back as you can, just as straight as you can, please. Now then, lift up your feet, please. Well, now that's quite obvious. See the difference? That's a good inch, isn't it? Maybe a little more inch and a fourth. You've had back trouble probably too, don't you? That's enough, isn't it, Doc? Well, you see the ankles there, Doc? You see that? That's, that's a way. You can see that quite obvious, can't you? You see the difference in the ankles here? Now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command this limb to grow. Come right out. Be, that's it. See it? See it come? See it coming? See it growing? Be the same length as the other one. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, thank you for it right now. Now, see, there they are. And look at the ankles, Doc. Look at the ankles. Praise God. Now step right down here and walk right across over yonder to the organ. You ought to be able to tell the difference even in your walking. Praise God. Come back and sit down here just as straight as you can, just as far back as you were. Now lift up your feet, please. Praise God. Now look at them. Are they even or are they not? And she walked on them, you see. Walked off, walked back. Praise God. Now who did that? Jesus. Jesus did. All right, honey, come right on. You've got one leg shorter than the other one? You know why? Just don't know why. Are you sitting as far back as you can there in the chair? Just as straight as you can? All right. Lift your feet up, please. Oh, boy, that's a way off too, isn't it? Well, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command the short... There it is. See it? See it? Just speak to it. And there it comes. Praise God. Hallelujah to Jesus. You, you felt that, didn't you? Walk right across over there and then come back. Praise God. You felt that one coming out. Hallelujah to Jesus. Come right on back over here. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, just, that's it. Now lift your feet up, please. Praise God. See them? They're just, just perfect, aren't they? Hallelujah. 
Now, who did that? Jesus did. Praise God. Has anybody had a short limb, one upper limb shorter than the other one? Might as well get on on that. No, I'm wanting a short arm. Praise the Lord. I, I could watch that stuff all day. Say, why did you show us that? Because you need to see it. Some of you don't believe because you haven't seen. Your faith level is still at the same spot because you're choosing not to see. You choose to watch other things on YouTube and not the things that matter. Your faith level is stagnant because you're watching the wrong things. God is moving. He's moving. That was Pastor Kenneth Hagin. He's gone on to be with the Lord. I've watched miracle after miracle come through his ministry. And then I've watched miracle after miracle come through my family's ministry with my grandparents. And there, there are so many things that God does and when you surround yourself and make room for it, things start to come about. Make room for more. How many of you are right now, just entering into 2022, you need a miracle? Just, just right now, right off the bat, you need, you need a miracle. Entering into 2022, you need a miracle. Okay, so there's a lot of miracles. If you need a miracle, I want you to stand right now. We're gonna go ahead and practice what we preach. If you're sitting around, those that are standing, I want you to just lay a hand on them and we're gonna pray. Now, you're not gonna know what they need. They're not, they're not all shouting what they need. So I just want you to pray for God to supply their need. Right now, in Jesus' name. Go ahead, just start to lift your voice. Lord, right now, in Jesus' name, we declare a miracle in the house. All over, Lord, you see these needs. Lord, you see what is needed in this house right now, in Jesus' name. We pray, Lord, by your power, we are made whole, in Jesus' name. I pray from the top of their heads to the tips of their toes, Lord, completely made whole in Jesus' name. We love you and we thank you. Go ahead and give them, give them 20 seconds of praise. Come on, give them 20 seconds of praise. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. Come on, 20 seconds of praise. We're, he's worthy. Lord, we thank you. We thank you because you're worthy. Lord, you're a miraculous God and we give you praise. We give you praise. Almighty, powerful God, we lift your name on high and we give you praise because you're worthy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. You may, we're going to take every opportunity we can and pray. Amen. Amen. God is working. He's working continually. Listen, as he expands the house, things change. Things grow. Our faith grows. Our mindset grows. Psalms 115, verse 14. May the Lord give you increase, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. 
I love that, that they put that in there, that he put that in there. He put that in there. Why? To remind you, he made heaven and earth. He can deal with what you're dealing with. He can come in and, and fix and help and do whatever you need him to do. He made the ground you're walking on. Amen. Amen. Growth happens when things are fed. So whatever I feed will grow. Whatever I feed will grow. If I feed my problems, my problems grow. If I feed my faith, my faith will grow. If I feed my joy, my joy will grow. How many of you want your faith, I mean your joy to grow in 2022? How many of you think it would be just downright amazing if the house of the Lord, the power place, this house was so full of joy, we couldn't help ourselves just to laugh? How many of you know that laughter is a good medicine? It's a good medicine. God works in, in, in always, okay? God, God works in always. But one of the ways I felt so impressed on my spirit that he was going to work today was through joy. Couldn't get away from it. Got enthralled by it. So I started asking the Lord, how do you want to do it? because he always has a plan, he always has a way. It's not me, it's him. I love that Kenneth went there. It's not, it's not him, it's, it's God. It's God working, not us, it's him working through us. We are the hosts of the Holy Spirit. You are a host, you are not God, but he is in you when you invite him in and he can work through you. That's why when you lay hands on people, they can be healed through the power of the Holy Spirit in you. So I started asking him, you know, how, how do you want to do this? And he said a name and I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? And he was like, yeah. So Allie, come here. That's why I had to question it. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> so Me and my sister have walked through a lot of life together. I've watched her grow. And as I, as I was preparing, God was like, you need, you need someone that, that hosts joy through storms in a way that's not normal. I was like, well, that's my sister.
God told me there's going to be a release of joy today like we've never seen before. And I thought it's so fitting that we just left a year that everybody's calling the, the cursed year. It's, oh, it's awful. And yet God did so much in it and through it. And I believe that what's in this year is the greatest year yet. It is the greatest year yet. Well, Isaiah, you say that because you have to. No, I say that because I know so. I've talked to the creator and he's promised some things. And I can tell you out of assurance from him that there are greater things in this year than we have ever seen before. We are going to be grounded like never before. We are going to grow in ground like never before. We are going to grow in number like never before. We are going to grow in miracles like never before. We are trying to birth a school in this house like never before. Things are happening in his presence. They're happening in his presence. And so if you need joy this morning, I want you to come. That's the first call this morning. If you need joy, I want you to come out. He's going to pray over you this morning. I'm going to have her pray over the room. So if you need joy, I want you to stand all over this room. Let's stand all over this room. And if you need joy, I want you to come. And there's a slew of you. I, I can already tell you there's a slew of you. God gave me promises after promise after promise. If you need joy, this, this altar's for you. Allie's going to pray over you. And there's going to be a release that happens this morning that I am so looking forward to. Come on, there's more of you. You need that joy. You need joy. You need joy unspeakable and full of glory. You need the real joy. You don't need happiness because happiness comes from something that happens. You need joy and joy only comes from him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah, there's more. Come on. That's it. You need joy. You need joy. You need laughter. Laughter is a good medicine. This altar, this church is going to be full of joy. Full of joy. If you're in the audience, I just want you to lift your hands. Start to pray. Start to pray right now. Lord, deliver it. Deliver it. Deliver it. Come on. Start to speak it into existence. And we're going to pray it into happening. Thanks for listening to the Power Place audio podcast. For more resources or to watch a service online, visit us at www.thepowerplace.org.